This is Jules, lead pastor of TFH Oakland. We exist so that people far from God can experience a fulfilled life in Christ. For more information on how you can stay connected, follow us online at TFH Oak or visit us at tfhoak.church. Hey, TFH, Pastor Jules here. Uh, I wasn't planning on sharing, but I had this God idea. Hopefully it's a God idea. Uh, but I wanted to set you guys up uh, for starting the year off right. Uh, I'm going to give you five ways that I start off my year. Uh, some of it is spiritual. Mostly, most of it is practical. And uh, so here are five things that I've done every year, probably for the last at least eight or nine years. Uh, the first thing that I do every year is I get a new journal. Uh, journals have become a big, vital part of my relationship with God, not only just documenting prayers. Sometimes, believe it or not, I run out of words. And uh, the best way that I've been able to convey what is going on in the inside of me, put that into a prayer, is to write it down. Uh, it's also been a great resource for me to write out what God has said, what God's been doing in my life, and even God's promises, His personal promises for me. I can't tell you how many years it's been that I've written ideas, thoughts, and just kind of put some dreams out there, prayers that I've made, and been able to go back and see God's faithfulness in my life. Uh, the book of Habakkuk, verse, chapter 2, verse 2 says, write the vision and make it plain. And so I think it is so important for us to actually document, make milestones of what God is doing and what God is saying throughout our year. And so for me, every season, I get a new journal. And I document what year, bullet, all of that kind of stuff. That's a great resource for me. Number two is every year I start off with a new Bible reading plan. It's been my go-to. I don't always finish my Bible reading plan. Just being honest, Lonnie's probably in the background laughing because she knows I, I rarely ever. There's been a few years, though, I really gave that Bible reading plan a good run for his money. Came it all the way down to the end. But every year I always start a new Bible reading plan. I like to read through the Bible from cover to cover. Um, and I keep it a little bit diverse, New Testament, Old Testament, Psalms, and Proverbs. Every year, it's been my go-to, help to keep my relationship with God fresh. And uh, so I want to encourage you, find a Bible reading plan, super easy, download the Bible app, and uh, follow their instructions. Get a Bible reading plan, knock it out. The third thing is this, I begin to decide what day that I will Sabbath. Uh, Sabbath has become a very important part of my life. It's become a rhythm. It's one of the Ten Commandments to honor the Lord with the Sabbath. Um, and it's, I think it's probably one of the least utilized practices and disciplines of our faith. Uh, you know me, I'm a little bit overachiever and uh, it's hard for me to sit down. That ADHD and that HBO Max running through my brain. Uh, but the Sabbath has been something that I've struggled with and really have tried to prioritize it. So every season, uh, Lon and I, we get together and we're like, hey, what's going to be our Sabbath and what's going to be our date night? Um, that's been really important to have those routine resets for our marriage and our life. It's a constant work. So I would encourage you, what day will you Sabbath? If you can't Sabbath a complete day, man, dedicate a chunk of time. And what that means is this, you're allowing yourself to just honor God with a frame of time that you're not doing anything, you're not running around, you're not doing errands. You're just literally thanking God, honoring him for all that he's done in your life and giving yourself the rest taking off social media, getting off all of this stuff, stuff that would totally drain you. Entertainment and Sabbath is not the same thing. Sabbath is when we have intentional time of honoring God. Number four, identify an area of growth and someone to hold you accountable. So every year we try to get an area of growth. 
You know, there's three areas that I think make us the most holistic believer. That's a happy area of discipline, a healthy area of discipline, and a holy area, a holy habit of discipline. And so I would encourage you, find an area that you want to just kind of uh, bring some discipline, some intentionality to. At the top of the year, uh, my health is number one priority. Getting rid of all kinds of stuff, some junk stuff, drinking stuff, whatever habit you need to reset, but to be intentional and find someone to hold you accountable. Wife, spouse, friend, roommate, uh, I don't know, even if you have to pay for that accountability, but be intentional about that and allow God to bring discipline because when we're disciplined in those areas, it frees us up to be more effective and more intentional in other areas. And the last, number five, on how to start off the year right, fast, 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 fast. We all love and hate fasting, but even as a church, uh, going into February, we're going to take 10 days of fasting. Um, and this is going to be a rhythm that we're adding to our church because there's something so powerful that when we decrease and we see God increase in our lives, when we set aside intentional time to get away from food, indulgence, and we say, God, I want you to be the center of my life. God has always been so faithful to answer in prolonged periods of fasting. And I'm not just talking about like intermittent fasting. I'm talking about intentional time where you say, Lord, I'm literally getting rid of this to put you as a priority and to refocus. I'm telling you, probably some of the most integral, uh, life-altering decisions have been made during times of fasting. Um, anytime that my flesh just got a little bit too, um, what's the word, uh, I guess prideful or arrogant or me trying to build something or me wanting to achieve something, fasting has given me a godly perspective. Uh, maybe you're going in a season where like marriage or business or just leadership, you just need to refocus. Uh, fasting has been a great way to not only include God, but to reprioritize, reorg my life and put God in the center. Those are five ways that I start off every year. And so I want to encourage you, uh, even if you could do this, uh, the worship is going to jump on for probably about another 10 minutes or so. I would encourage you, grab a piece of paper, grab a note, grab that journal that you're going to start off the year with and take some intentional moments and write out a prayer for 2023. What are you believing God for? Uh, what are you asking God to grow you in a particular area? And be intentional with those moments. So while the worship is going in the background, grab your coffee, uh, grab that piece of paper and that pen, grab that note app, and let's just begin to pray out some amazing prayers. And you know, one of the prayers that I'll be praying for is for my family, for my marriage, and also that this would be one of the most effective years for us as a church, that God would literally bring our team, make us stronger than ever before, and believing for a new building and a bunch of other things. And so what I want to do is take some intentional moments, write those things out and lay those before the Lord and see what he will do with a yielded life. Bless you guys. Love you so much. Hopefully this has been practical and helpful for you and can't wait to see you next week as we will be at Oakland High for our first service in person. Love you guys and have a happy, happy new year. For more information on how you can stay connected, follow us online or visit tfho.church.